Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. Hello, and welcome to episode number 324 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm super excited to be in your earbuds again this week. And if you have left a rating or review recently, thank you so much or really at any time, but I've just noticed a few come in over the past week and I really, really appreciate it. It really helps me grow the show organically. It does magic for the algorithm. So I really just can't appreciate that enough. If you haven't left a quick rating or review, you can do that wherever you listen, but it's especially useful if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It's literally just tapping some stars. And then if you are on Apple Podcasts, if you have an extra 30 seconds, 60 seconds to leave a review. So thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All right, so before we get into today's episode, I just want to share and remind you that I have lots of resources for you other than this podcast. Now, of course, I do think this podcast is a treasure trove of information and resources for you. And actually, now that I'm saying that, what you can do is you can go to veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast if you're looking for specific episodes on topic or a question or situationship that you're in. And all you do is once you get to veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast, you scroll all the way to the bottom of the page. And then there there's a search bar. And there you can type in whatever I wouldn't necessarily type in a whole question, but like your topic or a couple keywords, and that will populate a list of episodes that are relevant to whatever you searched. So if you are looking for something specific, and you don't want to like scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll in your podcast player, then you can find some specific episodes that way. And hopefully that will, you know, give you some guidance on, you know, specifics that you're looking for. Um, And just one thing, if you do listen to some episodes that are a little bit older, one, this podcast has gone through you know, different iterations, different branding. It used to be called Date Yourself Radio. And also I'm a human, so I've learned and grown and changed and evolved and all that kind of stuff. So you know, <laughs> I'll just leave it there. Anyways, um, so that's actually one great resource that you can, you know, tap into. 
I've got three other things that you might be interested in, actually four other things. Uh, The first one is I have a workshop where I outline the work that I do with one-on-one clients. And so whether or not you decide to work with me at the end of the workshop or whether you want to work with me one-on-one, it's a really great way just to kind of see like, okay, so these are the big pillars of things that I need to focus on to really shift things in my love life. So you can watch that workshop. It's on demand over at veronicagrant.com forward slash workshop. It's only 45 minutes and it's really well worth your time if you're like, okay, I'm ready to dig deeper, but I'm not really sure what I need to do to shift my relationship patterns. The next resource that I have for you is a mini getting over your ex course. This is an email course. So every day for five days, I will send you a super simple step that you can take to get over an ex. And you can grab that mini course over at veronicagrant.com forward slash breakup. Again, it's really an email course. You'll get a daily email with a super simple step that you can take to move forward. And then the third resource that I have for you is an emotional availability assessment. So if you are attracting a lot of emotionally unavailable people, then there's a good chance that you might be emotionally unavailable as well. And I know that might feel like what? (laughs) Now, I know a lot of you have probably downloaded that already. It's my most popular resource that I have on my website. But in case you haven't, just to give you some background to it, I created it because a lot of people or a lot of women specifically were coming to me saying like, I'm so frustrated attracting emotionally unavailable men. And the thing is, is that, yeah, of course, there are a lot of emotionally unavailable men. And we're really familiar with that stereotype of the unavailable man, right? Like aloof, doesn't want to talk about feelings, noncommittal, etc. And this is really played up in Hollywood, the media, all that kind of stuff. But the thing is, is that there's actually lots of ways to be emotionally unavailable and they're less stereotypical of men and more stereotypical of women. And so if you're playing those things out, then you might not realize that, oh, that's actually you being emotionally unavailable too. And so when you're acting emotionally unavailable, I don't think it's like this magical law of attraction kind of thing that's attracting other emotionally unavailable people to you. I don't think it works like that. But the way I do think that it works is that when people also aren't available on some level, it feels safe. Even if it's not what you want, it feels safe because there's just, you know, a surface level kind of attraction And even though you want something deeper that feels scary or foreign, or you're not sure how to do it, or if you can trust it. And so the unavailable people on some level just kind of feel safe, familiar, and even comfortable. And that can easily be confused with love. So if you want to take the assessment, just to kind of see where you are, then you can go to veronicagrant.com forward slash assessment. And it's just like, you know, those Cosmo quizzes, you, you know, you just rate yourself in the different things that I, or the different categories that I have in the assessment. And then you add up your score at the end. And then based on what your score is, I've got some action steps for you. All right. Now the fourth resource that I have for you is my book. It's not free, but it's about 10 bucks or so, depending on if you get the ebook version or the paperback version. And it is a little bit of a history of my own dating life. So if you're kind of interested in hearing like how I went from attracting, you know, a bunch of emotionally unavailable, non-committal, you know, the stereotypical emotionally unavailable man to being in a really happy, healthy relationship then that's a great read. I also dive into inner child work. And so if you're kind of intrigued by inner child work, and you're not really sure how it applies to you, if it applies to you, or you're like, okay, I kind of understand how childhood stuff can be affecting me in relationships now, but I don't really know how to make meaning of that, or how to actually change it or 
you know, connect the dots in a way where I can actually make different, you know, have different outcomes in my present day life, present day relationships. And you're going to love, love that book. So it's on Amazon, all the places you buy books. It's called You Are Meant for Love. If you search for it there, you'll find it. I've also linked up all the places you can buy it at veronicagrant.com forward slash book. So I know I just threw a bunch of links at you. I don't typically like to do that because I know that can feel like, but just pick one or two that have kind of like, huh, I want to kind of dive into that. Don't feel the need to like do all of this because that will be a lot. You don't need to take the workshop and do the getting your ex thing and do the assessment and the book. That's a lot. So try like the book and the assessment or the book and getting of your ex or something like that. Just one or two resources that kind of relate to where you are in your life or what you're experiencing. And then just go from there and see where that takes you. But I just wanted to share because the community has grown a lot here over the past few months. And some of you may not know that there's, you know, lots of different resources for you depending on what's going on in your love life. All right, so let's get into today's episode. So today, my guest is Angela Gia Kim, and she is the author of Radical Radiance, 12 Weeks of Self-Love Rituals to Manifest Abundance, Beauty, and Joy. She's the founder of Savor Beauty, a natural skincare and facial spa brand inspired by Korean beauty and self-love rituals, and a former international classical concert pianist. So I was really excited. She actually reached out to me about coming onto my podcast as a guest. And to be honest, I don't really accept very many pitches because I'm like, eh, I don't know. I protect y'all like a mama bear. I'm not going to just let anybody onto the podcast. But there's a couple of reasons why I wanted to have her on. One, on a very personal note, I'm just obsessed with skincare. <laughs> and on a, another note, I'm really, really interested in this idea of tending to the temple. And it's something that we talked about a little bit in the interview. And then I asked her about, because tending to the temple, meaning like tending to my body has been a huge way in which I've been able to heal my relationship with my body. I've talked many a time on the show before about how my relationship with my body and previous chapters of my life have been very transactional. Like I'm going to burn this many calories doing this and I'm going to eat that many. And the goal was always to have like this deficit of 500 calories so I could lose a pound a week and then, you know, have the perfect body. Obviously it never really worked out like that. However, one thing that really helped me heal my relationship to my body was tending to the temple. How did she need to be nourished that day? Did she need to be rested or did she need to be moved? How did I want to adorn the temple? Meaning, what did I want to wear? How did I want to wear my hair or my makeup so that I could feel beautiful and joy and my inside reflect my outside, my outside reflect my inside, you know, just vice versa. And so you all might remember that back in December, I had somebody on the show who, you know, she's a body image coach and counselor. And obviously she helped women with, you know, that relationship in their in their life. And she had kind of taken the stance of being kind of anti-beauty, meaning like it was impossible to have any kind of beauty practices because we're so the patriarchy is so internalized that you can't distinguish between do you put this lipstick on for you and your joy or do you put it on because that's what a woman's supposed to do to be beautiful, palatable, da da da. I do think it's an interesting question and I did bring this up with Angela because I it's something that I'm constantly thinking about for myself, you know, when I put this lotion on, when I put mascara on, 
right, when I put my little favorite little gold shimmer lip gloss on, am I doing that for me or am I doing that because it's what society or what patriarchy has said is beautiful? Um, and so it's a question I'm always asking myself. And now I haven't sworn off skincare. Obviously, I have Angela on the show today. I haven't sworn off beauty or, or makeup because I do believe that there is a way for it to really add to the joy and abundance and radiance and all these things that we want to feel that Angela talks about. And so that's why I wanted to have her on the show because she just so beautifully links this idea of her specifically tending to the skin, but also how that affects just like the internal self-care, right? Like around your emotions and how you live your life and how you talk to yourself and the other self-care things that um, I hope you engage in uh, on a regular basis. So with that, oh, and also, by the way, she is divorced. She got divorced during the pandemic and I asked her about it and she doesn't hold anything back. And she talks about her divorce and how she navigated it and also how she started dating online. And so not that her story has to be exactly your story because everyone has their own experiences and their own background and they're with different people, obviously. But I always like to hear people who have gone through something either that you know, I just like to hear what people have done and how they have navigated tricky situations, not so that I can follow step by step, but it just kind of gives me ideas of how I can apply something that they said to my life or it gives me hope or inspiration or whatever it is. So she shares a lot about that, a lot about being a single mom and dating in New York, dating on the apps in New York specifically. And also she talks about navigating her divorce and how they settled it in a really, really beautiful way. So before we get to my conversation with Angela, here are some things to think about. Does your inner reflect your outer and your outer reflect your inner? Do you have any kind of skin or beauty ritual that you love? Or do you feel like you just are rushing through your hair or skin or makeup routine to get out the door as quickly as you can or, you know, to get into bed as quickly as can? Do you have any kind of skin or beauty ritual that you love and just feels really luxurious? Or do you find yourself just putting your makeup on or washing it off as quickly as you can to get to the next thing? If you're going through something tough, can you see the forest through the trees? And finally, does your circumstance become your crutch? So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my conversation with Angela. And with that, let's get to it. I want to take a quick pause here to remind you that if you haven't already, you've got to block out an hour on your calendar and check out my workshop, The Five-Step Strategy to Banish Anxiety and Overwhelm in Your Love Life, so you can attract a fulfilling partnership and live a life of purpose. It's completely free, and in the workshop, I break down exactly why you're in the dating pattern you're in, how to take the confidence you feel in the rest of your life and apply it to your dating life, and so much more. If you like my style, philosophy, and how I coach women on the show, this workshop will help you get started in your own deep work. And for those of you who want to understand the why behind what I do on the show, I even dig a bit into the science of love so you can start to see real change in your own love life. It's really all my best work in one place and you can access it right now. I strongly believe you don't have to spend years in therapy or read every dating self-help book to dramatically transform your love life. Grab your seat over at veronicagrant.com forward slash workshop. And now back to the show. Hi, Angela. Welcome to the show. Such an honor to be here with you, Veronica. I'm super excited. And 
when I found you, I'm like, oh my God, I love skincare. And you're combining like so much of the work that I do with clients and then just adding some skincare to it. I'm like, is this like, like a mosh posh of like all the things that I love. So I'm super excited to, to have you, um, before I dive any deeper, um, can you just introduce yourself and, um, tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you do in the world? My name is Angela Gia Kim. I'm founder of Savor Beauty and Spa. Um, It's a natural skincare brand inspired by Korean beauty rituals. We have two spas in Manhattan, facial spas, and we teach radiance, how to nourish your inner and outer radiance. And, you know, I'm a former concert pianist. So I spent the better part of my 30s touring the world, performing and um, launched this business. I became an accidental entrepreneur. And now I'm just, you know, I'm living in New York City, have a daughter, a dog and a partner. And we are very happy. We eat a lot of great food. And what else do you want to know? <laughs> um, okay. I, I like the phrase accidental entrepreneur. What do you, what, how did that come about? Well, I was a concert pianist, so I right. had no business um, background and I actually had no money either. I was a starving artist and I uh, was about to walk out on stage and I put on this natural lotion all over my body, started breaking out. And I was horrified later to find out how many chemicals were in this formula. Came back to New York City, started making lotions and potions in my kitchen started giving them as gifts to friends. They wanted to buy it as gifts for their friends. And then that's how the accidental part happened. Oh, I love that. I think that's so brilliant. I think whenever, whenever anything is like accidental, then that probably means you're exactly right where you're supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and, you know, and I wrote a book called Radical Radiance, um, 12 weeks of self-love rituals to manifest abundance, beauty, and joy. And it really is about nourishing your inner and outer radiance so that you become an attractive magnetic force for whatever you want to manifest in life. Yes. We're going to talk about the book and we're going to talk about skincare. We're going to talk about a lot of things um, in this interview. Hopefully we'll get through everything, but I wanted to highlight something from your book. It's actually literally on page two. So maybe this is like the thesis of your whole body of work, not just the book, but I'm just going to read it. And then I want you to talk about it. So You write, I teach thousands of women the Korean philosophy of always going to the root cause of their skin issues instead of heaping on makeup to cover what they perceive as flaws. It's the same process with your soul, but because it's invisible to you, it's easy to ignore root issues and cover blockages with self-sabotage. We think our inner energy is invisible to others, even though it's in and around us, but it affects the way we live, how we manifest, and how we connect with ourselves and others. Yes, so important. I love this because this is so much of the work that I do with clients. Like I'm not into like send this text or do this or do that. And then like, you'll have men knocking down your door or whatever, because it's just, you know, it's not really the problem. Therefore it's not really the solution. Um, So how did you, I'm just so curious, like how you arrived at that? Like, how did you connect your skincare rituals with, you know, your, you know, soul's desires and manifesting for some people it's like, I don't know. I just wash my face before I go to bed. I like, so what, you know what I mean? So, so talk us through that. Okay. So Veronica, you're talking about accidental and this is also accidental. Um, you know, I was a workaholic. I was very career driven. I live in New York city and hustle is the name of the game. So I really wasn't taking care of myself. Self-care was something that I kind of made fun of. I was like, who has time for that? But I would wash my face every night and then I started, and that's something that we teach at Savor Beauty is double cleansing. 
So I started to slow down, smell the aromas, start to say affirmations. And then that felt good. It was just one minute a day, Veronica. It was right before bed. And I was just like, oh, taking time to take care of myself feels good. And then I was like, what if I tried some yoga stretches? That feels really good. What if I didn't bring my phone on this walk? That actually feels really good. What if I didn't stress about work or family life or whatever? And so it just started this what if adventure, right? And I didn't know it at the time, but I was taking... I was taking almost self-care sabbaticals, that's what I call them, or radiance retreats, where I was just filling my inner well. And I just noticed I started to become less irritable. I started to manifest with a lot more joy and ease. And it was a long process, but that's how this whole journey began. And then, you know, um, and well, I know we'll talk about this in, in a little bit down the road, but my ex-husband and I, we divorced and we're very good friends today, very good co-parents. That was a lot of inner work to get there. It wasn't easy, as many people who have divorced know. And then I started dating in New York City, which it was such a crazy jungle. But one thing that I noticed that men, this is why I say in there that your energy, it's invisible, but it's seen by all. Men would start to say, you're glowing to me. And we can talk a little bit more about the, that period of dating because I think it's really important. They were like, you're glowing. And at first I thought it was just my skin. I was like, oh yes, the products, they work. But they were talking <laughs> about they were talking about something very surprising and remarkable that I didn't realize and now know that men can see and they can yeah. sense. They're very instinctive. It's this inner glow. And so how I came to skincare is soul care is because just like our skin needs exfoliation, just like it needs cleansing, just like it needs purification, just like it needs nourishment and love, so does our soul. And so in the book, what I teach is how you do whatever you do on your skin, let's do that on our soul now. Yeah, and so it's, a, it's a beautiful analogy. My mom used to say, treat your skin like the most expensive silk on earth. And that's what I want women to do for both skin and soul. I love that. Okay. So first, can we just start with like a little bit of what a skincare regimen might look like? I know that might vary based on skincare goals or types of skin, but just because I'm personally curious. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think the most important thing is to always cleanse your face at night because when you're going to bed, if you don't wash your face, what's happening is you're breaking down your collagen. And so that's an anti-aging process or the, the cleansing your face is an anti-aging process, but also your sweat and sebum, they have a party in your pores every night. So if you don't draw that out of your pores, it can lead to breakouts. So I think it's a symbol a symbol of washing your face every night is a symbol of slowing down and resetting both skin and soul. And then what I like to do, I think the most second most important thing to do is to nourish your face with moisturizers. So you want to use whatever brand you you want to use. Um, you know, a serum, I always layer it with a serum first, which is I love beauty oils because I think it keeps your skin very nourished and dewy and moisturized. And then layering on top the face cream, your face cream. And that's the crux of the Korean beauty rituals. It's layering nourishment on your face. And as we get wiser with age, you need to do a lot more of that because your skin, uh, the cellular renewal slows down exponentially. So you want to exfoliate, you want to nourish your skin daily. It's so important. Yeah. I read that in the book. I thought that was so interesting. I didn't realize that's what's part of 
or, or that's what's happening with the aging. And then it like just compounds on itself that our skin. And it's also interesting that our skin re on our face renews every 28 days, which roughly aligns with like a menstrual cycle too. Yes. Found. Well, that's, that's interesting. I, I never considered that. That's very observant. Um, you know, when, when a child scrapes his or her knee or skin, um, that you'll notice it heals a lot faster than yeah. an adult does that. It's because the cellular renewal is much quicker when you're, we're younger. So what you want to do is kind of check the skin when you're exfoliating with a peel, or if you go in for a facial or cleansing your face, you're kind of tricking the skin into thinking that it's renewing itself. And so the daughter cell, there's a mother cell, and then there's a daughter cell. So the mother cell comes off with the exfoliation and then the daughter cell can rise up and it's the fresher, newer skin. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, yeah. there was one thing I was going to tell you, I forgot earlier. Um, so you said that men say you said you were glowing when you were dating. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. I have a funny story with, with skin right before I met my husband, I, for years before I had been on like this, you know, diet train and like food was like simply just the number of calories in calories out, like really unhealthy relationship to that. And long story short, I won't go into it. I eventually was able to heal a lot of that. Yes. People listening already know that story. But the night that I met my now husband, we were just talking, kind of flirting, whatever. And we were sitting next next to each other. And he put his hand on my knee. And my first thought was like, oh my God, I don't think I shaved my knee. Like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. And he said, oh my God, your skin is so soft. And he was like, how is your skin so soft? And I looked at him without even like like taking a breath. And I just said, kale. And yeah. <laughs> it was like kind of funny, but also it was just like representative of like, I finally saw like food as nourishment yeah. for my body and for my yeah. skin and everything. And it was like, oh my God, like this is what, this is what is coming together. Yeah. I, because what you put in your body is represented on your face too, you know, yeah. on your skin. So yeah. 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 Anyways, I just well, wanted to share that. What I want to say, and thank you so much for sharing that story. I think it's very important. And so I think also um, what we were talking about is we're talking about skincare and soul care. We just talked about exfoliating your outer layer. Yeah. And that's really important for the depth of this conversation, Veronica, is that skincare renewal process can be represented with our soul. So when we're going through transition or when we're looking at our past, a lot of that needs to exfoliate. We need to let it go, let go of the past, let go of that, which holds us back, let go of pain, so many things so that the new dot quote daughter cell can emerge. Because if you keep that dull stuff all over your skin or your body, or sorry, or your soul, that new, amazing, magical, gorgeous emerging cannot happen. Yeah. Right. And so letting it go of the hurts, the past, it's, I know it's very hard and we can talk a lot about it, but it was really the process that helped me to, you know, manifest an amicable divorce with my ex and also find new love. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I love drawing metaphors um, like that. One yeah. thing that I'm always curious about, I mean, and this comes from someone who I love skincare one of my really good friends, she also loves skincare. She watches these YouTube videos on different celebrities doing their skincare routine. And it's just like one of those, whatever, addictive things. I'm like, I probably shouldn't start that because I probably wouldn't stop. Um, <laughs> one thing that I am so curious to ask you, because this is just like a question I'm asking myself is like separating. I mean, I really believe that like 
the body is a temple and we can treat it like a temple. Like sometimes it needs to be nourished. Sometimes it needs to be moved. Sometimes it needs to sleep and lay on the couch for 12 hours straight. Like it needs all sorts of different things. Right. And so I believe that part of that is like tending to the temple. So this, like having a really ritualized skincare is something I've been trying to do in my own life and always, or as I should say, and also I'm grappling with, okay, where is the line between like ritual self-care and tending to the temple and getting more into like patriarchy and wanting to look a certain way or not wanting to look too old or skin be like this because that's not deemed as beautiful or whatever. Cause I know that like ideas like beauty and radiance are far older than the patriarchy. I don't know if they're older than the patriarchy, but they're, they exist outside that realm. You know what right. I mean? But so I'm just kind of curious your. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters, May 17th, do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Your thoughts on that? So um, let me make sure I understand the question. So can you rephrase it a little bit? I just want to make sure I answer. Yeah. Yeah. So I think sometimes it's it, like, okay, like for example, if someone wanted to get Botox. Okay. Got it. Do they want to get Botox because like, that's like their soul calling to like right. look in a certain way, or is it because they want to be perceived as younger, which is in our society perceived as more beautiful to get the approval of either the male gaze or just so that if they're famous, for example, so that like, you know, tabloids and magazines will be like, oh, and you see your wrinkles or. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I totally get it now. Okay. So uh, let me answer the question by telling you a little story. So okay. my partner is uh, Middle Eastern. And so we were in Jordan visiting his mom um, about two months ago, a month ago. And we went to the hair salon because I like to get my hair blown out. So she came and, you know, she was like sitting next to me and she was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do any of that. I just, I'm just here to be with you, you know, and we were just having conversation. And so as she was blowing out my hair, you know, she was just looking at my hair and she was like, oh, it's so beautiful. It looks so good. And I said, auntie, do you want to get your hair blown out too? And she looked at me, she smiled. She said, yes. <laughs> and so I immediately got her, um, I actually bought her five blowouts. Like, okay, you're going to come here whenever you want. And as she was doing it, she was like, just, I could feel her spirits being lifted, you know, and she felt more beautiful. She felt happy. And she was like, do you think my son is going to like this? And she was just so happy, you know, and so that's what I'm, that's how I'm going to answer your question. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. You know, if that's what, as long as you understand that your self-worth does not come from your parents, it really needs to come from the inside out. But sometimes from the outer in is okay too, you yeah. know, and, and there's something about 
just looking beautiful and feeling beautiful and it's all intertwined and it's all one. And sometimes, as you said, I loved what you said, you know, tending to the temple. Sometimes you just need to do this. And sometimes you just need to do this. And sometimes you need to do that. And it, you just need to listen to yourself itself. And I think balance is the key, right? If you're all about Botox and plastic surgery and there's nothing inside, well, then there's nothing inside. Right. <laughs> Um, right, right, right. If you're all about just the inside and you feel like you're neglecting your outside, there needs to be, I think, a balance. And yeah. listening to your body, your skin, and your soul is key. And that's really what the book is about is yeah. listening to that to your your higher self. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tend to I like the way you put that if it makes you happy or do what makes you happy, because that's basically what I say and and uh, to my clients in relationships, oh, should I text this person? Should I tell them what, how I feel? I'm like, do what makes you happy. I say, actually, do what you want. Like, if that's what you want, then you should do it. <laughs> and, you know, also what makes you happy in the long run. So I think the bottom line to answer your question, Veronica, I think just if you're only focused on the Botox and the plastic surgery, you're just never going to be happy. And yeah. if you're only focused on the inside, but sometimes you're like, I want to look pretty. It's a balance. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely noticed this, especially during the pandemic when, you know, no one was going anywhere. I guess, I don't know if it's technically out of this pandemic, but you know what I mean? I'm talking about 2020 yeah, <laughs> when yeah. we were all, when we were all home and I just wore yoga pants. I was also pregnant that year. So I half my clothes, well, no, not half, like most of my clothes didn't fit me. Um, so I was wearing like the three pregnancy shirts and pants that I had and I wasn't going and it just felt like, I don't know. I just felt a little frumpy, you know, yeah. and it was fine. But then I just noticed a difference when I would, you know, buy a really cute pregnancy dress or when I was not pregnant anymore and I was wearing some of my old clothes yeah. and getting dressed up again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, it's like, I'm putting on like a, a previous version of myself that's been like sitting in the closet for a little bit. Yeah. And it just feels fun to get dressed up, put on the red lipstick, put on the high heels and, you know, look, look your best. I think yeah. looking and feeling your best, it's, it's fun and it's, it's flirty and we deserve that. Totally. Totally. So, okay, let's go to the pandemic because you talk about, and during the pandemic, you had to close down your, the, the in-person part of your business. Um, yeah. You also got divorced, which I think that piece especially will be something very interesting to my audience, but you know, having to close on your business um, or at least part of your business and then getting divorced, obviously two huge life events. And for a lot of people that could really create a tailspin, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um, but you say it actually deepened self-love. Can you yeah. walk us through that? Well, see, I used to be very attached to labels, my labels. Like I'm a mom, I'm an entrepreneur. I built this um, seven figure business. I'm, you know, happy wife, happy life. And, and so I was very attached to that, uh, you know, a few years ago. But as I was working on self-love, I realized that I am so much more than those labels. And so when the business was taken away for, you know, the in-spa portion by state mandate, oh, we had to close down. Um, I was now separated from my husband of 20 years, 20 wow. years. Wow. And then also my daughter now, uh, who I was attached to at the hip, she, we I never slept one night away from her. And now she's got two homes, right? So I was like alone and it was just so crazy. So, but I found that I was like, I did more meditation. I did a lot of Kundalini yoga. I did self-love rituals, skincare rituals. I did a lot of writing. I became um, one, I kind of one with my in essence. Mm -hmm. And I felt so full and so happy and so fulfilled. I will look back on those days very fondly. And, you know, 
let's see, was it after? Yes. Right after the pandemic, when things started opening up and back on the dating apps, which was so scary to go on in the first place. Wait, before we get there, can we talk about the amicable divorce that you manifested? Because I think, again, that definitely perked my ears up. So I'm like, that's interesting. Well, listen, like everybody else, I was very hurt. He was very hurt. I mean, you don't get divorced because you've got the happy feels for each other, right? There's something, there's something that's not working. And I think, let's see how, I I guess I'm going to just tell you everything because even though it's very personal, it's, I think it's going to be a game changer for you, for all of your listeners. You know, I think the most important thing is I understood what was most important to him and he understood what was most important to me. I gave that to him and he gave that to me. And do you know what was most important to him? Which is very challenging for a lot of women because we as mothers know that we've got, you know, we've got our children and usually the children are closer to the mother in most circumstances, not all, but in my, when I've gone out and I've dated a lot and, you know, that's what I found. He just didn't want to lose his daughter and he didn't want his daughter to take sides. So I decided then and there that I was going to give him exactly that. I was going to strengthen his relationship with our daughter. I was never going to say anything bad about him, even though we're both hurt. And it's very easy to use our children as weapons. It's yeah. very easy. And I'm sure you see that a lot in your coaching practice. And, yeah. and I understand the hurt, right? The hurt is there. And you want to get back at your spouse, whether you're a man or woman, you just want to get back at your spouse. So then the kids become the the weapon and they become the whose team are you on? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, as hard as it was, I refrained from doing that. And anytime I wanted to say anything negative, I bit my tongue and I, and any time, cause she was always, she could sense things. So she would be on my side automatically. And she would be like, mommy, daddy is this. And I would always say, okay, you said something negative about him. I need you to say something positive and you're not to talk to about your father that way. And I was very strong about that much more respectful to him than during the marriage. Right. And his relationship with her blossomed. And they became good friends and they are good friends. And I think forever he will be grateful to me for that because he knew that that would have to come from me yeah. and they have a great relationship. And I'm so happy. And I did that because for her, you know, because right. what kind of example is it for her if she's growing up hating her father? Yeah. Yeah. Right? So I, that healthy relationship is the foundation of a child, right? And you do not want to, I don't, did not want to say anything poor about her DNA. Yeah. So that I know that's, that's kind of the elephant in the room. I know that's a really tough and sensitive subject, but that was very important to me Yeah, um, that she have a very healthy relationship. And so that started the amicable part because then he was like, what do you want? And I was like, this is what's important to me. He gave what was important to me. And we started just sort of giving, giving to each other versus fighting over everything. What he wanted, I didn't want always, but I was like, okay, you know what? That's important to you. Do you take that? And then he started giving. So I think it was, it was a very important moment, you know, of give, give, I call it give, give, get. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. And just for some context, like was the decision to get divorced amicable, which made this easier to create an amicable divorce or did that was, was there basically did their divorce reflect like the decision to get divorced in the first place? Do you know what I mean? You know, it's actually my daughter's idea. Cause she came, she was like, mommy, 
it was over dinner, I think. And she said, daddy, you're so much happier in upstate mommy. You're so much happier down here. I think you should just stay up because we had two homes. We had a country home and then a city home. Right. Mm-hmm. She's, I think daddy should just stay there. I, I mean, I think at the time she was very young, eight or nine, and she was just like, wanted to be with mommy only. So she's like, daddy, you can move up to upstate and mommy and I will stay here in the city. <laughs> so I'm telling you, that's the kind of power I, I, I knew I had. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, it came from her, but it, there are times when I wanted it, there were times when he wanted it, you know, and it was yeah. never easy and clean enough. Yeah. Black sure. and white, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just trying to listen. I'm, I'm, I always try to, when I do interviews or even when I'm, you know, when I'm coaching someone on the show, I always like to have in my mind, like, Hey, what would my listeners be thinking or asking themselves? Because, you know, I, I just know my listener super, super when well. You're, when you're going through the muck of things and let's say you were the one that didn't want the divorce or maybe you did, or maybe you're angry or maybe your spouse did something so unforgivable, whatever it is, there's a reason why we are here. Right. You know, the there's a saying, the barns burnt down, I can now see the moon. And I will promise your listeners your audience and those who are hurting right now, that there is a moon and there's a shining moon. And when you get through it and when the barns burn down, there are so many things, even though you can't think of it right now, there are so many things that eventually, if you really think about it, to be grateful for, for the past, for the present and the future. And I promise you, if you can enter it with self-love and honoring your radiance you will be shocked at the magic that will come into your life when you let go and exfoliate, right? We're talking about exfoliate the anger, exfoliate the the jealousy, the revenge, all of those negative things that, that is holding you back. And if you can start embracing one small thing, I know this is really tough to do when you're really down, but if you can start looking at the small things you're grateful for, even with the enemy, right? Even if you can be grateful for whatever pain you've had in the past, there is something that you can find as gratitude. And that's your first healing balm. Just like the serum on your face is going to heal the dryness, the, 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 the wrinkles, your, the gratitude is your serum for your soul. And practicing that every day, as hard as it is, I'm grateful to you for, you know, all the hurts because that made me stronger. I'm grateful for all the pain because now I can see better. Now I know I deserve better. And you know what? All that contrast, all the negativity, that's stuff you don't want in your future. That's stuff you can turn around and say, I want better for me. This is what I want. I didn't like this in this relationship. So next relationship, I'm going to have this, right? right? That's a gift. Don't you think that's a gift, Veronica? It's a beautiful gift. Clarity, clarity. Yeah, yeah. And, and, it's, and it's really like the difference between the desires of the ego versus the desires of the soul, right? Because you're talking about the desires of the soul and the things like revenge and like wanting to prove or like be right or all that kind of stuff, especially in the context of well, any stage in a relationship, but especially like a divorce or any kind of breakup. Um, we think we have to do that or say this thing because you need to be right or whatever, but that's all just ego stuff. And is. No, that's not the moon <laughs> we're and talking I, about here. I will tell you, and I will guarantee this. If you operate from a place of that ego, I'm so thank you for saying that word ego. It's such a big thing for me right now that I'm, I'm examining and, and thinking about. But if you operate from a place of revenge, jealousy, whatever it is, you know, this will repeat itself. This cycle will repeat itself. Yeah. Because you haven't learned the lessons. And so it will come back, right? And I think learning the lessons, I'm not saying 
don't protect yourself. I'm not saying don't do what you need to do, but I am saying the energy in which you approach things is really key. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Because everything is energy. Everything is energy. All this stuff, it's distractions. The reality of things, it's all distractions. Energy is what is going to flow out of you and flow inside of you. And that's actually what makes you attractive or not. You know, and remember, I was telling you on those dates when I was dating um, before I found my 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 love. You know, the men they would say you're glowing, and and really what they were saying is like my approach, how I talked about my ex, how I was approaching dating, how I was approaching life in general. They would all say it's it's very different from the other women that are divorced you know, they're angry, they're upset because a lot of them are business people who got affected by COVID. They're angry about COVID. They're angry about all this stuff. I never felt angry. I felt grateful. Yes. There were times of worry and stress. Of course I'm a single mom in Manhattan now, right? There's, of course there's that stress. It's like, can I do this by myself? What? And my business going down during COVID and closing down because of the state mandates, what am I going to do? How am I going to pay my employees? That's all stressful. But if you really focus on the gifts, I promise that you will start glowing with something that's very inexplicable. It makes you very attractive in so many ways, not just physically, but you attract. That's how I attracted love back into my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm curious if you could speak for a moment about being a single mom and I mean, yes, dating, but also just building this, this company you have and writing this book. Um, and I ask because sometimes I hear from women in the community, um, they'll say, Oh, Veronica, I love like your podcast, but I really can't do this work because I'm a single mom. And it almost becomes like an identity rather than, yes, it is a fact. Like, I'm not saying like, let's pretend like it's not true. At the same time, it becomes like the reason for, you know, not being able to do other things in their life, whether it's, you know, changing jobs, building a career company or, you know, dating. So I'm kind of curious how you approach that. Well, that is severe self-neglect. That's so opposite of self-love, right? Mm-hmm. And the realities are that it, being a single mom, having been there, it's really rough and tough, right? Because you're, yeah. you feel like you, you, not only do you feel physically responsible for this child, but you feel like they've just been through this divorce. So you want to overcompensate in some ways, but the most important gift you can give to your, your child, children, and yourself is to take some mommy space and to listen to your podcast because there's so much wisdom in there and so much love for them in there and for them to start taking time to do the skincare rituals, to go to get a massage once in a while, take time from work. I know it's, it's, there's a lot of hustle and bustle in being a single mom, right? But they will take note from you. If you take care of yourself, they will learn to take care of themselves and they will also learn to respect you. Yeah. I I think that's a, that's a, that's, that's a big one. I think that I did this um, spiritual motherhood class, I don't know, a few months ago, and she had us go through like this little visualization meditation thing. And basically the conclusion was that your kids need to see you happy because it makes them happy. Yes. And and make, or not, not even just happy, but like feel safe and secure yes. with you, which is so important for their emotional development. Yes. And I think also something that I really made a huge difference in my life is I kind of created like a little circle with my other mom friends. And so there were playdates that's called playdates. And, you know, it's like, I remember, I will remember the best gift someone gave me one time when I was 
dating, she texted me and she said, I know you're going on a hot date tonight. Do you want my daughter to spend that? Do you want your daughter to come over for a play date for the night? And that was a gift, you know, and so do that for each other to give yourself mommy space. It's very important. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay. So let's talk about your book. So your book came out in June and I mean, this will come out in August. So um, it'll be out when everyone is, is listening to this. Um, It's called Radical Radiance. It's a beautiful book. I love how you organize it. It's very easy to like read, like from start to finish or like to thumb through and like find like a ritual for something. So can you talk a little bit about the book for my listeners? Okay. So I really wanted to create something that would help people amp up their radiance. And when you amp up your radiance, you amp up your magnetic force to manifest whatever it is you want in life. And so uh, manifesting has come very easily self to me, self-love has not. And I found myself working so hard to get what I wanted, but at the end I was burnt out, stressed and overwhelmed and didn't like myself and irritable, right? And what kind of example is that not only for my employees and, and friends, but also for my daughter. So I found that when I started to incorporate self-love rituals, and I mean daily, I'm talking about punctuating even every single hour with a self-love ritual. That's where I'm at right now, right? Where either you meditate, you do a stretch, you mist your face for refreshment, you say an affirmation, whatever it is, just to fill up your well and nourish yourself so that you have that energy, the energy of love coming out of you. Things you can manifest things so much more easily become more successful in your business or your, your career, your life in love. And so that's what I wanted to share with everybody, how I was able to do that. The other thing is that you talked about the structure of the book. I wanted it to be like that. You either go through the 12 week program, or you can pick something that you're a little weak on. You know what? I, I need to, um, I want to amp up my feminine energy. You can read the chapter on feminine energy. If you want to amp up your productivity, because I believe that when you're busy and happy, people are more attracted to you and things come more easily to you. Then you read the chapter on that piece of it. Grow little by little is what mm-hmm. I called it. So yeah, either what bite is, side or. What is your favorite? So we already talked about the skincare ritual, which is um, week one, the first, the mm-hmm. first part of the 12 week ritual or plan. Um, what is, you know, there's, there's 12 things. I'm not going to like have you go through everything. That's yeah. why you should buy the book. Um, but what, what is like either something else, like another week or another ritual you have that you really love your favorite or one you want to highlight or one that people love your readers love, just yeah. give us a grab bag here <laughs> well, for your listeners. Cause I, I was looking at the book before I came on and I was just meditating on what I felt your listeners and your community would benefit the most from. I would say it's from week three, it's illuminate your higher self. And we talked about you know, the glowing factor, the radiance factor. And I think everybody can glow if you, if you connect to your higher self and what I call your spiritual intelligence and spiritual intelligence is very simple. It's finding gratitude in every, in every single situation, good or bad. And it's coming away with what's your lesson learned. So clarity, So spiritual intelligence is all about clarity and you can't get there without gratitude and understanding what you were meant to learn. You and I were talking before the podcast started, well, you had an amicable divorce and you know, what about for people who are divorcing an asshole? (laughs) And you know, um, it's true. There are many of us that are in that situation, right? But you're only responsible for your 50% of the sidewalk. You need to clean up that side of the sidewalk because you takes two to tangle. That's what we talked about. So that's what this chapter is all about is 
We're just going to take, we're going to clean up our spiritual side, the sidewalk. We're getting our lessons learned so that we don't repeat this pattern. And so I love this chapter because it's illuminate your higher self. And it's really the key to honing in on your intuition, listening to your intuition. We talked a little bit about that earlier. It's learning how to become attractive, meaning a magnetic force to manifest whatever you want, shining your energy and you know, radiating from every pore of your being. And I love this piece, especially if you're finding yourself back in the dating field or you're single, you know, getting over divorce, whatever the transition is in life. I think this is a perfect chapter. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And so you are, your, your, your spa or your salon is open in New York, right? I have a lot of New York listeners. So could you talk a little bit about if anyone is either in the area or visiting New York anytime soon, what can they expect if they visit your spa? We just had our spa staff meeting and, you know, I was so happy with them. I said, this is the best team yet. And I was like, so let me give you something. What should we do? I said, do you want sushi at the next meeting? And they were like, I think we want to do karaoke. And then they were like, okay, so let's hire a party bus and let's get on the bus and let's hire attractive male massage therapists, massaging your shoulders while we go to karaoke and having bulgogi, you know, and they were so cute, but it's an amazing team, very high standards. We take training very seriously. We give, I, I think we serve the best facials in town. It's a moment of self-care and it's just radiance from the inside out. We use all of the products that we make in New York by women. Um, we use it fresh in the facials, you know, with serums, pumpkin serum, raspberry serum, carrot rose serum. We have pumpkin peels, yuzu lemonade peels, um, cherry peels. Kalahari melon cleansing oil. Like it's just beautiful. And my favorite part is the Korean beauty lift massage where they're literally just massaging the face and lifting every single cell, skin cell on your face and, and neck. Yeah. I just love it. It's, it's so much love that's put into each facial. And, you know, I would love to, to say, you know, if you get the book, definitely go to radicalradiance.com and I have a virtual goodie bag, uh, valued at $350. So you just upload your receipts, hit the tab virtual goodie bag, and then you'll get access to my meditations. I have beauty food recipes on there, inspiring videos, a $25 gift card to saverbeauty.com. So yeah, I just wanted to offer that gift. Okay. Awesome. Great. I was going to ask you where virtual folks, people not in New York can, can find you. So your book, Radical Radiance is available wherever books are sold. Yes. Yep. Okay. And then they can go to radicalradiance.com and upload the receipt and get all of those goodies. Anywhere else where people can, can find you? Yeah. I play most on Instagram at Angela Gia Kim, spelled middle name J as in Jane, I-A. And drop me a note. I would love to hear if, if there's a question you have about the book. If you, I actually read all the messages too, you know, so um, I would love to connect with your listeners. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, um, for being here. I could probably ask you a lot of nerdy questions about skin, actually not nerdy, but just some questions about skincare, but we'll, we'll leave it at this. Cause I, I think this encapsulates a lot of the work you do. And I'm really excited for my listeners to go check out the book. And if they're in New York, maybe go to the, the salon. It sounds so lovely. Next time I'm there, I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, so I just really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Veronica. One more thing you may be wondering, but Veronica, how do I start doing the deep work? I'm ready to make a shift. If that's you, I recommend you start with my totally free workshop, Five Steps to Ending Overwhelm and Anxiety in Dating. 
The good news is that you don't have to do all the things to find love. This workshop will walk you through the five big shifts that'll give you the biggest bang for your buck. You'll learn a step-by-step game plan to finally get unstuck and unblocked in love and end the cycle of dead-end relationships. You'll learn the number one reason most highly successful, motivated, and ambitious women struggle in love and what you can do to make sure it doesn't happen to you. You'll learn how to figure out the real reason you're attracting partners who aren't emotionally available or toxic or just simply not on your intellectual or emotional level. And you'll also learn the single most effective way to tap into the inner confidence you feel in your career and elsewhere in your life so that it'll carry over into your love life. And of course, a lot more. If you're ready to shift things in your life, I seriously can't wait for you to get your hands on this. Head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash workshop to sign up. Thank you so much for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. If you're looking for links or resources mentioned in the show, you can find the show notes to this episode and all previous episodes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And if you love this episode, please subscribe and take a moment to rate and review the show. It really helps. I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of the Love Life Connection podcast. And until then, sending you lots of love. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.